The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Where we have a dream to create a community full of happy, healthy, and knowledgeable people who create global positive change through sharing their journey. Tune in, saddle up, and listen in. Be inspired. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here with the magnificently magical, extravagant, delicious, beautiful, incredible, talented professional, Ms. Mrs. Mrs. Kerry Ashcroft. How are you doing, T? Welcome to the Pure Jamie Milne podcast uh, and JMT TV. I can't remember what episode this is. This is in like the mid-30s, late-30s somewhere. But I am so excited. Multiple title holder in the world of body, body, bloody, bodybuilding. Kerry has five Queensland state Six. titles. Which of course is six <laughs> Queensland state titles. She was funging, funging on the. <laughs> Sorry, Gary. Six Queensland state titles, five national bodybuilding titles, and one professional title. Yes, I do. Uh, Kerry also has her own gym around the corner, studio gym, works with a lot of people on the sunny coast. She is an authority in the body, bodybuilding world, highly respected, loved, adored. Thank you. That's a nice introduction. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, we, we have caught up today uh, to talk about, I suppose, motivation yeah. in the colder months, in the darker months, um, and two very different genres yeah, of, of the industry. Um, essentially, you know, looking to establish the same things, but we, we've both been around in the industry for a, a fair bit. And um, I think we could probably add a bit of value and support people, guide people to being motivated uh, and being driven in these colder months. It is difficult. Yes. And even for, oh, no, I can only speak for myself, I, I find it brutal when it's dark and it's cold. Uh, I love it, but it is certainly... Yeah, it's, it's a, hard to go up in the morning, isn't it? It's, yeah, definitely. So... I don't know. Let's let's have a bit of an open conversation yes. and and see. Yeah. And what, what do you think, Kerry? So what's how how do we uh, how do we preface this um, this podcast? So we're, we're very tight. <laughs> what's it? I think it's like the aftermath from the weekend of Port Macquarie. Mm. Yeah. Very true. Yes. Um, Bodybuilder can run as well. She's a unicorn. She's a hybrid. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know. Well, you ran, what did you run? 50, 54. 54 kilometres. Yeah. Can yeah. deadlift a block of apartments, can bench press a small European car, overhead yeah. squat four Asian men, and and, and can run 54 kilometres. Yeah. yeah. Unreal. Yeah, it's amazing, though, what you can do when you really want to put that effort into it and that drive. Mm. I think yeah. for myself, it is just finding something each time that keeps challenging me. If it is bodybuilding, dieting, or no, it's ultra running. Yeah. And I think that's what does drive me. Yeah. It's just that challenge every time. Yeah. So, thing like sort of finding something. Something which is pretty extreme. Yeah. Which possibly I might not be able to do it, which has, yeah, that's what really drives me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I th- that makes sense to me. I think. Um, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I think there's a few people like that. I, yeah. would, I was about to say you're probably a minority uh, for what my opinion's worth. A, a lot of people, I find people I've worked with, 
they'll set the bar at an achievable level. Like, yeah. So the bar's not set too high for the fear of maybe not achieving yeah. said outcome. So they set it a little bit lower is there's almost a bit of a guarantee yeah. that, oh, well, I'm going to, I'm going to achieve that yeah. eventually. But then, yeah, like you say, then you've got the, the, um, the outliers, the people like yourself that are just driven, yeah. have that almost unsatiated desire to do mind bending, physically demanding, crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. Kerry, when I met Kerry, just to give you a little bit of insight into my small journey with Kerry, which has been amazing, but to see that firsthand, Kerry hadn't done a lot of running since you were young, eh? Hey? Yes. You did a little bit when you were younger. Yeah, so I started in the UK when I was 22. Um, and it's funny because I was so embarrassed about running that I used to run in a field mm. until I could run a bit further. So I used to run in a field and then that would have then progressed to like a K. Oh, I was a mile back there. So yeah, yeah. so you miles. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that would progress into miles and then a little bit further. I ended up doing um, a half marathon, which was one of the biggest ones in the world, I think, which is a great North run. Oh, so that right. does attract like a lot of people. That's in Newcastle in the UK. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I did really enjoy running and then I got pregnant and then after like, yeah, the kids were one or two, I started running again. So when I moved over here, I was actually running then. Yeah. So that right. was like eight, nine years ago. But never, um, never any, any distance, any long distance or anything like that? Oh, um, I actually did a relay for life where I ran uh, a marathon. So I did like okay. 104 laps. Okay. Okay. Which oh, is yeah. pretty boring. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, so from then, um, I got into bodybuilding. So that's when I stopped running because obviously um, one has to take preference over the other. Mm. So yeah, I stopped running. Um, yeah, no, one, own, no yeah. one told me that no. at the start. I've been pumping weight since I was 13. <laughs> I am still still look like a 12-year-old. That's all right. <clears throat> Where was that info? A few years ago. That's all right. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, so yeah, it's only recently, um, so I came, actually we met when you was doing the Double Unders. Yep, that's right. And um, so That's yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, so I came here and thought, oh God, what a nice community it is here. Mm. Didn't think anything of it, went away, and then during COVID, um, I was weight training every day, but then my motivation had gone to actually mm. go out, go walking, go running, doing anything. So my fitness levels dropped. Yeah. And when my fitness levels drop, I don't feel um, quite myself. Yeah. Yeah, and it's hard to kind of get back into that rhythm then, isn't it? So that's when I came to see you. Yeah. Just right. to get fitter, do a bit of running. Um, and it's quite funny because on one of your workouts, it was like an 800 meter run. And I shit myself because I didn't <laughs> think I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> the next minute we're doing like ultra marathons. Yeah. That was that was a few weeks ago. Now she's running fifty four k. Yeah. That gives you a little insight into the the athleticism <laughs> of Mrs. Kerry Ashcroft. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, I, I often, I've only sort of arrived at this destination, this thought process about motivation recently. Yeah. Kerry and I were doing a run the other day and we were just, at, and that was essentially the, the inspiration for us getting together and just putting yeah. something on uh, YouTube and a podcast. And we're talking about motivation and I couldn't help but think at how, like to me, motivation now in my point of my career, professional career, motivation to me is like confectionery for the brain. Yeah. It's like it's fucking crap. It yeah. really is shit. And what motivates Carrie and I today, tomorrow will be gone. Yeah. And then two days later, something else is going to motivate you. And it's kind of like one day you like jelly snakes, and next minute you can't fucking stand those. You're right into those other things. Chico. I always like jelly snakes. 
Kerry always likes to say. Sandy in the gym this morning was feeding people jelly, walking around with a tub of jelly yeah. snakes. Like a, anyway, she drives a big candy white van. No judgment. Jelly snakes. Candy, candy, everybody, candy. So she would got candy all through the thing. I'm like, what are you doing? Sabotaging our hard work. Anyway, back to the back to the podcast. So like I confectionery for the brain, right? So it can come and go just like the wind, you know, whistles through, one minute you're motivated, then two days later you're not. And so what I thought about, my my little my little realization or enlightened moment was that and I have to use this for myself, right, is that action is what we need. Yeah. We, and, and I really believe that because no matter what a person perhaps comes up with in regards to motivation or what they look for to inspire them, that will eventually run out. But one thing that we are certain of, or I am certain of, is that action, the doing part, is the part that is um, is a constant. If you if you initiate something with action, yeah. you you'll you'll generally always be fine. And an example is like, yeah, like most of the time at the moment, I'm at the end of a running program, yeah. as you know, and I'm fucking over it, like totally and utterly over running. Like I really really dislike it. I had to do a five k time trial the other day. And like to most people, they're like, oh, yeah, cool, 5Ks or, oh, 5K time trial. But for me, that's serious. Yeah. That's like a, a one rep max deadlift for Kerry. Like it's a big day in the office. It's going to be, it's going to end like pretty badly. It's going to hurt. So I know where I need to be at each kilometer and what the time looks like and my frame of reference from other 5Ks. So I'm just like the thought of doing that. I just want to fucking, you know, stick pins in the <laughs> eyes. So I give myself five seconds and then I initiate said you know action straight away so i count to five in my head so i'm like five four three two one and then just go 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 and i did yeah. it the other day i was sitting on the rower and i sat there and i'm just like oh, i really don't want to do this i really don't want to do this and then i counted five four three two one went for a lap around premier circuit yeah. to warm up because i hated it so much and then took off now it wasn't the best result i've ever had in fact it was pretty average but I was subtly more motivated yeah. afterwards, and I just believe motivation follows action. Yeah, action always precedes motivation. That's that's my thought process about it. I had something really intelligent to say about it, but I got caught up listening to myself talking, which happens sometimes. Kerry, what do you think? Yeah, we did the same thing last night. So me, Liz, and Lisa had five eight hundred meter sprints, mm. and none of us wanted to do it. <laughs> so we all just sat there waiting for. We, like, you kind of know how you will feel after it when you do something. Mm. So yeah, we all kind of yeah went at the same time, went together. Um, but yeah, again, it's that action that we took to go and do it. We could all we, we could have all have said no and not turned up last night. Yeah. But we know like how we will feel after. Mm. And again, next week we'll do the same thing, and we know how we will feel. So it kind of like yeah, momentum starts. Yeah. And that's how it continues, isn't it? Yeah, momentum's the big one. You're trying to generate, and essentially that is what this the action then the motivation in my opinion you're trying to generate you're trying to create momentum so even if you look at old mate newton yeah. newton's law <clears throat> trying to sound really intelligent sitting next to Kerry. <clears throat> yes newton's law states that so newton's law states i could have this wrong don't hate on me if i fuck this up but i get the gist of it so once you so mass and velocity yeah make up momentum right so Kerry and i are mass 
I am massive. -er. <laughs> I'm like mass, massive. <laughs> yeah. You want a hook? I am massive. So mass and velocity makes momentum. So if an object has velocity and it's mass, it's going to move that way. Like this business is mass, Carrie's business is mass. We want to create velocity. We want to get it moving. Yeah. Now, once you create enough, that fucking thing's going to have some legs yeah. of, it, of its own. But sometimes you've got to get that generated, right? Yeah. Newton also states that if an object is at rest, that fucking thing's at rest. Like it's still, it's not moving. It's That's it. It's stuck. It's When an object yeah. is at rest, it is at rest. So in the darker months, in winter and shit, it, like we, we do a lot of at rest. Yeah. We don't want to like getting out of bed is really, really hard. I want to give one more example about my action yeah. suggestion, right? So it doesn't have to be about 5K time trials. You think about your world that you're in and your dissatisfaction and undesirability to get moving or to eat healthy. You can pattern interrupt that. You can short circuit it with action. So it doesn't yet yeah, need to be a 5K time trial. Here's one more example, right? So I'm in bed. <laughs> easy, <laughs> easy. So I am in bed and I have a fragile bladder. I'm like a child. So like I just get a little urge to go, tinkles to go to the toilet and it's fucking game on. I have to go. So I'm lying in bed, but it's really cold because yeah. it's winter and it's dark. I'm under the doona up to my cheekbones. Like, and I just sleep in my underwear. I don't sleep in pyjamas or a dressing gown. I just sleep in my underwear. So I'm there and I'm really warm, but I need to go tinkles. Now I know, so I defend my sleep mercilessly. mercilessly. I don't want to get out of bed, but I don't want my sleep broken. Yeah. If I don't go tinkles at eight o'clock, I'm going to be getting up at midnight or one o'clock to go to the bathroom and then I'm going to get up at quarter to four in the morning, which is fucking not a very desirable <laughs> outcome. So I'm like, you got to get up, but it's fucking cold. So I'm lying there having the spite, and then I pull the five-second rule on myself. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Doona comes off. I spring out of bed, tinkles, back to bed, and then I get a full night's sleep. So asking yourself in that moment, what is going to take me closer to the outcome or the goal that I want or what is going to lead me further away? Yeah. So when you count that five seconds is putting the fucking Tim Tams down, putting the <laughs> putting the the bad food choices down, is that going to take you closer to what you want or further away? So it's like five, four, three, two, one. Fuck, put them down. Then go and grab something else. Yeah. And then put that down. Go back to the Tim Tams. No. I did the same thing last night in the shower. Whoa. No, trying to get into the shower. Oh, because it's cold. It's freezing, yeah. Did you count to five? No, it's ten minutes. But... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. It ten, was pretty one, last time. Two, three, ten, ten minutes. Five second rule. It's period. funny when you talk about motivation though. Um You're blowing that out. Ten minutes too long. <laughs> um I, I think like surrounding yourself with motivated people is a big massive driver. Mm. Um but even like my clients, they say like they can feel my motivation at the moment because I'm doing this elephant trail run mm. or like I'm really um just enjoying my training too. So when they come in, they can feel my energy. Mm. So when they leave, they absorb that. Yeah. So they, they have a good session. And they might go home and that kind of rolls on, rolls on. Yeah. They might go to work, colleagues, and then will that kind of roll on as well. But it's like when we come here in the morning, everyone's motivated. Yeah. Are we all in that same environment where people are getting PBs, people 
um, running a little bit faster, it does actually motivate you as well. That's right, yeah. Oh, I love that though. Yeah. That's very, very true. It's that whole birds of a feather. No, it definitely it is. Type thing. So surrounding yourself within a good environment yeah. that's yeah conducive to what you're trying to do. Yeah, I love that. I like. I, 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 I to piggyback off that uh, to focus on individuals. I I love a little a little training. Why? I mean, people that know me know I'm a goal setting orientated whore. I yeah. love it. And, and there's a reason for that. It, it, it allows you to focus on and think about why you're actually doing it. Yeah. And those drivers can be, can be anything. Most people, as Simon Sinek says, you know, most people don't give a fuck what you do. Yeah. And they, to be fair, most people don't care how you do it. A lot of people are very, very interested and enthusiastic as to why you do what you yeah. do. So if I, um, obviously, it seems like I keep talking about myself, but I can only talk about me, my perception. The, the I have our, our ultra event yeah. that, you know, the, there's many reasons why I do that. Like, a, And I can almost take an inventory, check in on myself, like, why am I actually doing all this running? Why am I... Um, what is your why? For the elephant yeah. trail race? Yeah. Oh, you're right, Kerry. This was this wasn't in the fucking show notes. No. Um, okay, I'm going to try and do this really quickly. Okay. My why is to validate. So uh, everything I I advise and teach people um, from the the mind to the body. Yeah. To me, the elephant trail race validates yeah. that, yeah. and it solidifies me as an authority in the industry and some people will argue you know have you not done enough yeah. do you not think some of the things that i've done in the past which is actually a fair statement but for me it's not it's not ending like they talk about maslow's hierarchy of needs right yeah. that little pyramid down the bottom you've got food and shelter and water and then you've got you know community and it goes up and all these yeah. other things that we need as human beings now at the top of Maslow's hierarchy of needs is basically enlightenment. Yeah. So you could chuck the Dalai Lama or Gandhi or Mahatma Gandhi and the rest up there, up the top, Mother Teresa, yeah. that, you know, enlightened. So for me, the, to do something like the Elephant Trail Race is the most liberating, powerful expression of freedom yeah. and enlightenment that I can come up with with the way I am right now in this moment in time. So that is essentially why I do what I do. And it... It, because as you know, Kerry, the elephant trail race is so fucking psychologically <laughs> mind bending. Like I've done some crazy shit in my time, but I so there's seven laps of a twenty six point seven k course, and there's fifteen hundred meters of elevation in every lap. <clears throat> we did three laps on the weekend. That was four thousand five hundred meters of elevation. That's half of Everest just for to, as a frame of reference. So in my opinion, you run that first lap with your body. Man, after that, it is all psychological. So that, to me, validates yeah. who I am and what I do. Yeah. That's my why. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you. Kerry, any what's a, what's another couple? I reckon if we... How do you feel about we just fire out a couple of... So we've got, we've got what Kerry said, you know, something that is challenging, that, yeah. that, that breeds motivation. Yeah. I love that. I threw out their action and a, yeah. bit of a, and a bit of a why. What else have we got, sweet? Well... 
See, I've had to dig a little deep because I know at some point during this elephant race, I'm going to hit a few walls. Mm. And I've had to think about, like, what is going to drag me out of this shit place. <laughs> it's because you're, gonna... you're banging. <laughs> She's a fan. And I was thinking about, what is my why? What, um, what has driven me to, like, bodybuilding? Because that gets, like, extreme, gets really hard at some points when you have no calories and you have to train hard and you want to give up. You hit walls during bodybuilding competition prep as well. Yeah. So I kept thinking about like what, because I've hit so many walls, like what actually got me out of those kind of um, situations. But I've never really had like a why. Um, like I've had like an unconditional why, like it's your family, um, your kids, all that kind of thing. But that's like, as a given, isn't it? Mm. Um, but it's more of like a want that I have. And it's like that want that you want to be better. You're going to succeed. You're going to, um, you could fail, but it's just making sure that you don't. And that's what drags me. Um, yeah so that's what that's my want so maybe people's why isn't strong enough what keeps them motivated mm -hmm. or keeps the momentum going it's more of finding that want what makes the, the soul set on fire um i think that is that drives me more i love yeah. that a want a want not a why yeah, yeah. Ooh, there we go oh, yeah, yeah. i really like that yeah because yeah. like even with this elephant trail like there's no guarantee I will finish it because you don't know what's going to happen. Your body might break down, mm. you might get injured, um, all those kind of things. Um, yeah. So that's what's kind of, I don't know, that's what kind of draws me in as well. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I think just to, uh, I'm not sure what the bodybuilding world's like. I mean, I understand the, the huge amount of discipline and I want to just touch yeah. on that in a second. Um, but other than the actual competitive stuff, I'm yeah. not sure what about certainty but i know yeah. with the ultra world the endurance world and you you alluded to it really well there is no certainty no when something goes for fucking <laughs> well in, in carrie's case i think they're 24 to 30 something hours or something i don't know what the time limit I've is got 31.5 hours. yeah so yeah. you know thinking about an athletic endeavor that's going for 30 hours there's a fuckload of uncertainty in that yeah. my event is 41 hours like that's two nine times that's a whole fucking weekend dedicated to running you now. have three laps more than me in 13 k's uh yeah, yeah, seven laps and yeah. 13 days, yeah, yeah. 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 So there's, there's a huge margin for error. There's yeah. a lot of uncertainty, but I just, I love, this is why I love Chandler Kerry, because we're very like-minded. However, we, yeah, we're very similar, but we're very different. And yeah. I think that's awesome. She was talking about, because this is the thing too, and this is my other little point about motivation. Most of us, not all of us, but in, in, in my experience, most people know what they want, right? Yeah. So people will come in to see Miss Carrie and they'll be like, oh, I want to, you know, maybe a bodybuilding comp, maybe body sculpting. I want to look this way, deadlift this much. Most people will generally know yeah. where they want to go. Some yeah. people will tell you what they don't want. I, yeah. I just don't want to yeah. be this weight anymore. I just don't yeah. want to. So, but once you fuck off the don'ts yeah. and you actually focus on well, what the fuck do you want, yeah. most people will give you an answer, right? Yeah. Now this is the next part. So say let's, you, you know, I'm just making shit up here. Okay. Okay, his name's Barry. <laughs> Baz. So Baz. Steve. Ba Steve. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> See, you like that, eh? Thelma Louise and Steve. <laughs> so Steve. Steve. Steve wants to lose 20 kilos. Yeah. So we're fucking cool with that. I'm like, all right, Steve. Yeah. Steve wants to lose 20 kilos. This is the thing. Steve knows he wants yeah. to lose 20 kilos. Okay, cool. Cool story, bro. You want to lose 20 kilos. Yeah. The interesting thing is 99.99% .99 of the time, Steve will actually know 
what to do to get there. Yeah. Even if he's coming to a fitness professional with not a lot of mastery around food and stuff like that, he'll have a pretty good fucking idea of how to get there. Yeah. So Steve goes, want to lose 20 kilos? And I say to Steve, how do... And I love almost acting stupid and curious. So what do you reckon? How, do, how would we do that, do you reckon? With you being a scaffolder and not you, but, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, so easy, Jamie. Little fucking small business. No, you know, you being a chippy and, yeah. you know, working those long hours and yeah. stuff, how do you reckon you'd do it? And then it'd be straight away, well, I could go to, and then I'll talk to me like yeah. I'm fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh, I could go to fucking Subway yeah. and get salads. Yeah, and just when the boys are having schooners and stuff on a Friday, I just get that low carb on or, or soda water. Yeah. Like I'm fucking stupid. And I'm just like, right. So asking them, and they will give you the answers. Yeah. They'll tell you how to lose the 20 kilos. So it's not that... The, in my mind, it's not the problem that they don't know where they're going. Yeah. And the fucking 99% of the time, they know how to get there. Yeah. The part they miss is discipline. Yeah. The That's part right. yeah. they miss is consistency and discipline because then everything makes sense on paper. So Kerry does a lot of my nutritional work because she's an authority in the industry around food and shit like that. And she's been a, like a great wealth of information and knowledge for me and my learning. And she'll write. Jamie, eat this, 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 this. When you're doing your long run on Saturday, eat this, 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 this. And I go, yeah, cool, because I know where I'm going. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And I would like to think that I fucking know how to get there. <laughs> the part where the wheels fall off is, Kerry says I get this, 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 but that fucking raw Snickers slice and those peanut and butter. And that, why did you have to say tiramisu? <laughs> where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> it was it's a... <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, he made a cliff bar sandwich with a block of cheese. You fuck, you, you said no. Oh, you were not meant to talk about that. Oh. Oh, was he? So we finished our run, our training run at the Elephant Trail Race, and uh, I was fucking fanging for some food. So I got a cliff bar and I start eating this cliff bar. They're like energy bars. I'm smashing it. And this cliff bar is like white chocolate and macadamia. I'm like, oh, my no, God. it's peanut butter, that one. Oh, peanut butter. Yeah. Fucking right on. <laughs> so I've got the peanut butter on. I'm smashing, smashing. Our friend Ben goes, Jamie, you want a slice of cheese? A slice of cheese? And he cuts this cheese like it's as thick as your fucking finger. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Because I just run 80K. So I'm like, I'm like, cheese on the cliff bar and then I'm like have you got another slice of cheese so I get this other slice of cheese like with my finger so then I've got a peanut butter cliff bar cheese sandwich like that eating it and he made me lose my train of thought but see that was a lack of discipline yeah it was oh. can we go back to Steve yeah. um, as in yeah okay. is he a scaffolder yeah he is yeah. yeah but do you know you said about him he wants to lose weight yeah he does that isn't I don't think that is enough want for him to do that mm -hmm. so if you ask him and start like digging okay what do you actually want mm. so i want to lose weight because i feel shit about myself mm. i'll be crapping clothes i really want to look good and have more confidence so if you dig a little bit deeper yeah, me too that want <laughs> will become stronger yeah. and stronger and mm. louder mm. so i think sometimes people are very vague with what the want is so you have to dig deeper yeah okay. um like his lack of confidence might be stopping him from going out socialising. He might be single, so it might be so, um, stopping him from meeting a new partner. Mm. Um, so these little things which... So his original want to lose weight isn't quite loud enough. 
Yeah. So if you start peeling back the layers, I think then you will find that load of want mm. and that bigger want. Love it, yeah. love it, love it. Great suggestion. Yes. So, so that will stop him, that will create discipline then. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I fucking really want to be the first one to finish that 200 <laughs> kilometers, but it doesn't stop me eating Cliff Bar cheese sandwiches. Hey, that was amazing. Because your one's not loading enough, that's what it is. Oh, Kerry, fuck, who invited Kerry? <laughs> the, um, right, Kerry, we've got, okay. what have we got there? We've got like a, a, a minute left. So yeah. let's uh, let's fire out one more little pointer for motivation in the colder months, in the winter months. Mm -hmm. It's fucking cold here on the coast. We got to three degrees. That's about three degrees away from Snowden and Flaxton. So one more. Just a short, sharp one. Ooh, yeah, um, like that. Like I did that. Yeah. Maybe buy some new JMT apparel. Keep nice and warm in the morning. <laughs> a sneaky beanie. Actually sold one today. Did you? Yeah. She's paying it off two dollars a week over the next ten weeks. <laughs> Twenty bucks a beanie. I did. That's a good one. Okay. I mean, we always know that we're going to get warmer quite soon, aren't we? If we're going to do a workout, you will be. Not the cold forever. No. That's what <laughs> you cold fucking killer you are. Savage. Um. One more, one more, one more from me. I think, oh, oh. But even like winter, sorry, I keep putting it No, you're fine, I do it to you all the time. You're fine, you're fine, that's all right. But like people want a summer body or potentially that could be their goal. Like use winter now as your like pre-prep to get your body primed for summer rather than wait until like, oh shit, it's summer next week. I don't feel great, I wanna go to the beach. But if you did all the hard work now, peeling all those layers back, and then by the time summer gets here, then you'll be ready to go. I love that, I love that. There's a there's a book out on the market at the moment by um, BJ Fogg. I didn't make that name up, the name chose him, <laughs> I didn't choose it. BJ Fogg, PhD, uh, and his book is called Tiny Habits. Now he is definitely the authority on behavioral science. And I'll put this link in the little show notes, in the comments. So he's an authority in behavioral science, wrote the book while he was doing all his legitimate studies, like fucking seriously massive research studies. People were plagiarizing and cultivating his shit. It is documented that James Clear of Atomic Habits yes, yeah. fucking schnabbled some of the details before it was released. Anyway, BJ Fogg's a man. So he releases a book, Tiny Habits. Now he goes on about, and this is, I'm gonna do this really quickly. I'll put the link in there. I suggest you buy the book for those people that just can't break the bad habits. Yeah. He has a, a habit creation model. It's called the ABC model. A is an, so ABC is an acronym. A stands for anchor, B stands for behavior, C stands for celebration. Now, I'm not BJ Fogg, but I have read the book multiple times and listened to heaps of his shit, so I'm gonna give my version of it. A, the anchor, is create something to remind you. So we can use like a digital reminder, obviously the phone, yeah. a, a personal one, like getting yourself an amazing um, coach and trainer like Kerry, they can be a reminder. Uh, something that is going to, an anchor can be known as a trigger, right? Yeah. Another way is, you know, your alarm, your phone and your workout gear out on the kitchen table, not in your room. Yeah. So that is the anchor. That's the yes. trigger. So you're lying in bed, <laughs> need tinkles, do not up to your cheekbones, don't want to get out of bed. Five, four, three, before you finish your five second count, yeah. the alarm goes off. You get out there, your workout gear is already there because you put it there the night before. That's an example of anchors or triggers. The next part is the behavior. Yeah. So what is the behavior that's gonna take Steve, Steve, 
closer to losing the 20 kilos or bring them further away, well, the behavior is get the fuck out of bed, yeah. grab your shit, get in the car and go to the gym. Okay, that's the behavior. Go and get your training done. Go for a run, whatever. So we've got the anchor as a trigger, clothes, phone, out in the kitchen. The behavior is getting up and you're going to the gym. So you do said actions that are going to take you close to that good habit. The last one, which is C, which is interesting, and there's a massive part on this in the book. C stands for celebration. So we love celebrating, yeah. which is why big big organizations love the fucking high fives and the group hugs and the celebration and all that shit. But it's got to be, BJ Fogg talks about the massive studies on when the celebration happens. So saying to Carrie, Carrie, if you keep up your running for ages yeah. and are amazing, I'm going to give you a $50 voucher towards some Lorna Jane Kerry apparel, whatever, yeah. you know what I mean. Like it, having it, at the, the, the carrot dangled on the stick yeah. too far away is not going to work. The yeah. celebration needs to happen straight away. So he talks about, you know, some people will like, they'll go like, yeah, like a pat on their own back. Yeah. Or they'll go like, yeah, or um, a fist pump or fucking, I'm just throwing shit out there. Yeah. But there needs to be a celebration immediately after said behavior. So if we use Steve. As an example, he might have a lovely cookies and cream fucking protein shake or protein bar immediately after his workout. And that's his little celebration. Yeah. Well done, Steve. You, you've done so fucking well. Peanut butter. Cliff bar sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the ABC model. Yeah. I recommend getting the book. Um, yeah, cool story, bro. Um, Carrie, any final words? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, oh. I'm blank. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a long week. There were two ultra runners and a bodybuilder. They went running on the weekend. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> We did our best, team. Look, and I just thank you no, thank for giving you. up your yes, time. No, I know you. you're a super busy human being, and I appreciate your time. We've waffled on for 33 minutes. I think there's been a lot of value there. I love the yes, what side of yes. thing. I love the focusing on something that you can get after that challenges you. Remember, complacency and comfort will fucking kill you eventually. So take Kerry's advice and get the fuck out of the zone of comfort. Find something that will yes. truly challenge you. Laz... Lazarus Lake from the Barkley Marathons is famous for his statement, it's only a challenge if it's a challenge. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Don't set the bar too fucking low because you'll nail it. Get it up there. And especially in winter, I'm oh, going to yeah, put... yeah, set it really high. I, I agree. Yeah. I'm going to put uh, Kerry's contact details and social media stuff in the post, the content below. So if you want to work with an amazing fitness professional who's just a fucking legend and a brilliant human being, then do that. Uh, as I said, I go to Kerry for my nutritional help and probably in the best shape nutritionally that I've ever been, I think, at the moment. So running really well. just my When you have discipline. Which is my discipline sometimes lacks. <laughs> But that's okay, because my want's not fucking big enough, apparently. <laughs> I want another peanut butter cliff yes, bar cheese sandwich. That one's yeah. So, <laughs> steak sandwich with fucking cheese like that. Um, thank you for listening, team. We love it. We appreciate your time. Go well this winter. If you have any questions, please reach out. Yeah, thank you. The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Podcast.